guys, welcome to 80s Babies on the Great Cinematic Debate, where we rewatch and obsess over the movies that we loved as Wait. kids. You didn't, you didn't say the podcast where. You what? missed a word. What did I say? A hundred times we've done this, and like for some reason, I was just like, mm, the, where we, you didn't say the word podcast. What did I say? You just said, hey guys, where we listen to. I'm like, wait, the podcast where we listen to. Don't. I'm sorry, that was just weird. I've heard it like a billion times, and I hear it in my head at night. And to not hear that one <laughs> word, just for some reason, just is like, what? Okay. <clears throat> let's try again. You, sorry. You, I'm sorry. You know what? How about you say it? I want to so hear. Let's let's have you open it up today. Go for it. <sighs> hey guys, this is Charlie, and welcome to the great. Oh no. You did it your own. <laughs> try again. It's okay. We're hey guys. Thanks for listening to us here at the 80s videos and the Great Cinematic Debate, the podcast where we rewatch and obsess over the movies that we loved as kids, the movies that we had as kids, and ultimately the movies that shaped us as our generation growing up in the 80s to the early 90s. Though this movie was 98, this was a back and forth between Sam and I, but this is a childhood movie of hers, so it's in there, okay? There it is. Yeah, Godzilla! But because... We'll go to that later. Godzilla! I almost said the horrible Godzilla. I won't do it, though. So, Matthew Broderick failed hard, and it yeah. breaks my heart. But part of me feels like... You know, he signed on to this movie before there was even a finished script. <laughs> it shows. Was there a finished script, though? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice. It didn't look like it watching it. <laughs> okay. Um kind of did. It was like generic line after generic line. Like, yeah. oh, let's do a dumb sex joke here because it made an innuendo appropriate. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. We'll hold it back a little bit. <laughs> I just can't believe this is part of your childhood, the point where we would argue about this to put it in the book. I love it. It was a good time. And you're... This movie was not really a part of my childhood other than that it was... I mean, it came out in the 90s, so I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And it had a huge marketing push. And yeah. I remember thinking, like, okay, like, this is going to be a cool movie. Mountain and I went latched onto this movie. A lot of things. To, it, the marketing was insane. It was all over the place. They had to. How and else did they get their money back? That was, the movie was shit. <laughs> well, I mean, so there's a few movies like that in the mm-hmm. 90s that just had insane, like, you could get the toys at Burger King and you could whatever. Um, what other ones do you know if we just... One, just one. I mean, the Disney ones always had a tie-in. Oh, right, right, right. I meant um, shitty, though, because Disney movies are pretty tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, but it was, like, huge in the 90s. You could buy, yeah. like, 101 Donations candy bars when the movie was <laughs> right. released. You could buy cups at Burger King. An energy King. drink. Yeah, it was, like, all the over the place. Drink. And then there was, I remember Wild Wild West with Will Smith. Yeah, that's that's a little that later. Was, that's a little later. Uh, it's, like, it's this time frame. Mm. And it was, yeah. In the 90s. And that had a huge marketing push. I remember buying, like, it came with toys at Burger King. That movie was also crap. It was also awful, yeah. It was so bad. So this movie, I remember thinking, like, okay, this is going to be a cool movie. And then I went and saw it, and it wasn't. Matthew remember, Broderick like, is such a good actor. That's why I was like, oh, is, this might yeah. be so... He's like, Broadway, the producer... I mean, right. he's legit. To be, like, And I loved me some Ferris Bueller's Day Off, though I never wanted to bone him in that... There was two points in this movie where I was like, okay, I'd get you SJP. In this movie. Eh, for like, mm, I don't know, man. Yeah. And I'm into nerds, but there was only two parts where I was like, okay, SJP, I see what you're doing here. 
Yeah, I thought he was great in this movie. I mean, he was also or not in this movie. I thought he was good looking in this movie. Okay, <laughs> thank um, you. <laughs> good edit. Good edit. Yeah, thank you. Um, but it's it's Simba. You know, I couldn't be mad at him. Even as a kid, I knew like I can't hate on Simba. I can't hate on Simba. Um, but this so this movie not being good. I saw it the one time and never <laughs> cared to see it again until just now. Um, but I just remember thinking the. This was the first movie that I was like, oh, wow, that was a huge mistake. <laughs> a horrible mistake. Something like being really excited for and then seeing it and be like, oh, yeah, that sucked. That yeah. Because like, everything else, like Disney movies. Yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't hype up a bunch of movies when I was a kid. Um, but this one was <clears throat> So bad. Well, let's get balls deep into this bitch. Let's unwrap this onion. So okay, we start so off with sepia like iguanas. A- Yes. And that's apparently supposed to be frightening, is sepia iguanas. And I thought, I thought okay. they were adorable. Did you see the new Godzilla, the latest Godzilla? Yeah, I saw it in the theater, of, opening day in the theater. As of 2017. Oh, no. Because there's another Godzilla coming out. So, I... I'm, so, we're talking about the same one. I saw it with you, I think. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Chinese. Yeah, that was good. It was fun. And there was a Godzilla out front. They oh, they had, like, one. what? A story-tall metal Godzilla structure built in front of the Chinese, uh, the Grommet Chinese cool. Theater. It's so cool. If you know what the theater is, that's where all the feet and the hands are in, are in the... Uh, the concrete. The Hollywood Boulevard. Sam and I also saw Star Wars opening night there, which is where the original premiered mm-hmm. to, which was a bitch to get tickets to, and we had horrible seats, but we were fucking there. Oh, no, I didn't go with you that No, morning. you went I the went day at, before. So, I went in but, the morning, yeah. Yeah, she went at, like, t- 1 in the morning. No, I went at a reasonable hour. Okay, I had to well, go before, I could, before work. <laughs> I respect that. I do. They had the original R2-D2 on display. Mm-hmm. Shit was tight. That's, Shit was yeah. tight. That's why if you come to Hollywood, see a movie in the Grandma's Chinese Theater. Especially when there's a great movie playing. Like mm-hmm. right now, Blade Runner 2049 is playing. I'm dating this, but uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm dating this. Yeah, the, when we're recording, that's so funny. But uh, <laughs> that's a great does that movie. look great? <sighs> it was great. You liked enough. it? I was yeah, never really a huge it. fan of the original, though, honestly. I wasn't either. Um, it was forced Nerd upon me in, uh, in <laughs> Some film of my favorite school. things like, were. They make you watch it a lot and then finally it wore me down where i was like okay this is an all right movie and if nothing else harrison ford looks great in it but the new one he is, is the most beautiful man of the 80s and 90s to ever exist now i feel okay. that way about hugh jackman okay okay but if you had been alive oh my god yeah. i horny little preteen charlie wanted to tap some harrison ford don't you worry about when i was i for was and i, I was, wanted okay for some i was more into luke skywalker is that weird ew yeah it is weird <laughs> he's like the creepy younger brother to your friend who's like wants to hang out but it's like no luke <laughs> fuck off me and han are hanging god you wanted luke really ew and i'm sorry mark he's... hamill but no thing compared to the fucking beautiful fucking don't juice hate. that is han solo oh are you kidding me? I'm sorry, but yeah, I, I, a little bit, but maybe it's because I'm slightly obsessed with that era of Tom Ford. Anyway, Ford. so the new Blade sorry. Runner 2049 is perfection, start to finish. Okay. Every scene is beautiful. Yeah. I recommend seeing it on the big screen. And yeah. if you're listening to this when it's not in theaters anymore, then you missed out. I will say this movie had a couple really cool establishing shots and just cool shots. 
Yeah. But that's all it had going for it. Like when the guy was, the old man was on the dock and Godzilla, and you, all yeah, you could see right. was the bump. That was a pretty cool shot of the well, whole this, thing coming up in that wall of water. I think, so this is the same director, Rowan Emmerich, as Independence Day. Oh, no. What I liked mean? Independence Day. I, know, I loved I don't Independence like that Day. I like that it's And this is, I think the one of the problems with this movie is it really hits home, like, the 90s tropes of... Yeah setting up individual scenes like independence day does this this movie does this uh armageddon from michael bay does this where they introduce new characters really quickly set them up through like for the example of the old man the other people on the dock making fun of him for being this old man going out in the rain on a dock Mm -hmm. and then that's part of the introduction to godzilla so you see it from different angles from different groups of people and though you'll never see these characters again. Mm-hmm. And this happens in a lot of movies in the 90s and action movies, like I said, Independence Day and Armageddon. But this movie, I feel like it happens so much yeah. that you're like, okay, I fucking get it. Yeah. Like, we don't, we don't really There wasn't it. an original thought in the whole movie. Like, yeah, like if the lines, way. like, everything was so cliche. They just wanted to, like, just fire something out that, like, enough people would think was okay to go to see a box office. And that's why they had those really cool shots, I think, just because that's all they really had. Right, I well, mean, there's the scene where Matthew Broderick discovers, like, what he's on the island of whatever island they're at to... Um, in the Polynesia. In Polynesia, In Polynesia, okay. in the Polynesia. Yeah, in the Polynesia, yeah. yeah. Or he might be in the Philippines. No, I wrote down Polynesia because originally then I thought it must Japan. Be right. Well, originally <laughs> you said ja- I thought it was Japan, and then we found out it was Polynesia, well, and I was like, "Well, I feel like an idiot." From Japan. Um, well, where was I going with that? I don't know. I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> That's okay. People- oh, wait, no. So <laughs> when Matthew Broderick was on the island, and he's like confused of why he's there because he was working in Chicago. Oh, after they picked him up. Yep, yep. Yeah, and then. It's like you're standing in it, and then you the camera Ugh. like zooms away, and the music swells, yeah. and he realizes he's standing in a footprint. But he didn't. Feel like he just kept walking around saying, "Where is it? I don't see it. Yeah, Where is it? I don't see it." There's then, no lines there. But you see it right. as the audience, and then the next scene, he he has discovered it. But I and feel his like big line is, "That was a footprint. That 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 was a footprint." Right. <laughs> Good job, Charlie. I'm sorry. Um. I feel like that was the Jurassic Park moment. Right. Which, in Jurassic Park, did that so fucking well. Yeah. With, like, turning the head. And, and it was like, a little more original. And it was, and it was like, really cool. Yeah. Yeah, so this was their Jurassic Park moment. And it just, you know... I feel like they had a couple of those me. where they tried to rip them off. But we'll get to they those really later. Did, there was, like, yeah. a raptor rip-off. There was a, there was a T-Rex moment rip I don't know. I don't want to say rip-off, but... Um, yeah, in the case of Raptor Kitchen, this movie yeah. is... Uh, yes! Baby Godzilla Madison Square Garden. Yes! <laughs> oh, thank Which you. Those theory, are the exact scenes I was thinking of. Right. In theory, is an awesome concept it really should have mm-hmm. worked but it just doesn't right right it just doesn't we can I, get to that later when the when the godzilla out. is attacking that sub before matthew broderick worm guy gets to polynesia did you notice when everybody started running their, to their positions everybody had on the same outfit except for one who had this beautiful silk japanese lettering print on who was just oh. i know i was like oh i think we found the gay on the sub 
I think we found her because the hair was flowing, girl was running, was she looked boat. good. It was a mess submarine. Okay. Submarines oh. are below water. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I want to murder. Sometimes they go up. <sighs> but, uh. Yeah, but they're called submarine, like below. Sub. Below. Oh, is that what it is? Do you know what? <laughs> I want to murder you a little bit right now. I have a theory that that was a whaling ship, and the only reason Godzilla even attacked it was because there was whales near it. And here's my evidence. Right before the outbreak, all you hear are whale cries. Right. I think God, well, you said that. Godzilla yep. speaks whale. He speaks whale. Like he He's like, yo, I got this. Step off for a minute. I'll handle these boats for you whales. And the other whales are like, oh, thank you. It did seem for a little bit that um, Godzilla was just a marine conservationist. Because yeah. he, like, attacked fishing boats. Mm-hmm. And, like, those boats in, um, in Ma- well, they don't say they're in Massachusetts, but they're off the coast of the eastern sea- U.S. seaboard. Yeah, which is another and thing I don't buy. Why would he go to the warm waters of Polynesia, swim past the islands with lush greenery and plenty of places to hide and waterfalls and stuff of Hawaii, swim past... Uh, South America through Panama why would it swim past Cuba Jamaica why would it all of Mediterranean all those islands there it is and then swim up all to the disgusting dirty polluted New York water to nest I don't I think that was a little dumb because uh, he was a Knicks fan (laughs) you stupid (laughs) (laughs) oh (laughs) Look, I don't really totally get it either why God's... But I think the moral is that Godzilla likes urban environments based on all the previous mm. Godzillas. Uh. I don't know. And then we go and Matthew Braddock meets the old man, right? And they're taking radiation readings with that baton and the bedside at the hospital, right? Mm-hmm. If I was taking radiation readings on a human being, my dick would be nowhere near that table. He's literally standing right next to the human being who has high levels of radiation on him, like, with just, like, slacks and, like, a shirt on. I would have lead-lined clothes on. I, nowhere near my junk would I be with that radiation. That's all I'm saying. I'm, like, thinking, think of your future. Like, fuck these guys. They don't know your life after this. You, you're going to retire, and then what? You're going to have cancer on your balls? I feel bad for him, and I was like, sir, you are not. Where's OSHA? Where's HIPAA? I don't know which one it was, but it's one of those. OSHA? Yeah. Well, right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was really annoyed at that. I'm like, oh, get your, watch yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, as I was saying before you um, diverted, <laughs> he attacks those, those boats off of the eastern seaboard, U.S. seaboard, and messed that up again. Um, and... They, honestly, those guys could have lived, by the way. If they would have just let go of the line, it wouldn't have, Godzilla wouldn't have pulled them under. Oh, the boats? That yeah, was yeah. stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was their bad. And um, it just seemed like That's him attacking all these, these fishing boats and then, like, following the trail of dead fish. And, like, even when he finds a huge pile of dead fish, he, like, freaks out on everybody. He's like, these should be alive. And, like, the Madison Square Garden where supposedly he was collecting that fish for wasn't exactly, like, covered in fish. I think he was just mad that they were killing so many of them and, like, taking away from the ocean, you know? 
The okay. ocean is not a buffet, okay? We should it's... not be trolling lines, scraping the bottom, ruining ruining yeah. life as we know it. That's yeah. why I don't eat seafood. I'm above it all. Godzilla so. knows. Godzilla, Godzilla knows. knows and Charlie knows. And in the sec- so in the new Godzilla um, that we saw mm-hmm. that came out in what, 2014? Yeah. Uh, that Godzilla is saving the planet. Right. Because That he's... evil thing that looks like the alien from Independence Day. Yeah, that weird thing. Yeah, he's saving the world from that and just like happens to destroy San Francisco on the way. But in this movie, this Godzilla's got no purpose, so I assign his purpose. He's a marine conservationist. You are so noble to find such a cause and such a creature. Yeah, I just choose to believe that that's his role. Though the movie has you believe that it's because he's a dad mm-hmm. and he's providing for. He his becomes pregnant. Hundreds of his. He's no, Caitlyn Jenner. Pregnant. He's what Matthew Broderick said. He's born. Pre- oh, he's born with the eggs. Yeah. Mm, but aren't he's you? Born and just pops you're not them pregnant. out. Yeah, but he's born with both, so he's already pregnant when he's when he uh, becomes see, alive. See, I had a snail so who could those... change sex. I thought that's what he was saying. They, they no, can... that they can just reproduce on their own is what he's saying. So can snails. And he said that they were all born pregnant for whatever mm, reason that caused that. him to be able to have a kid. All those little baby Godzillas were mm-hmm. pregnant. So that's why he's like, we have to kill them because we're looking at, like, in a year's time having... 40,000 of these. Could you imagine having your own little uh, Godzilla to- pet? Like Clifford the Big Red Dog, Godzilla Big Red, Big Green Slimy Creature thing? No, I never thought about it like that. Might that. be fun. Might be neat. Would it? It would be like Chris Pratt with his raptors. Yeah, okay. No, I see your point. I respect that point. Yo, speaking of that, so Godzilla in this movie, apparently it was a huge deal of like the unveiling of what Godzilla looked like. Yeah. And so they didn't screen this movie for test audiences, which probably... Would have been a good idea. Would have been a great idea. <laughs> so they could spot failures, because there were many. Yeah. Because they want... So they didn't do that because they wanted to preserve um, the unveiling of the Godzilla monster. And the Godzilla monster, when you first see him come up in the New York City street, mm-hmm. like the full thing of him, he's kind of like buff like a dude like he sam was turned on by the no i wasn't i wasn't she literally said that out loud she goes god he's really buff and i was like "Mm, this is unnerving because this is a lizard i'm not saying that it was attractive it was like weird that they chose that oh the muscles yeah yeah it's weird that like if he stood i mean he's four-legged right Mm-hmm. But if they had chosen to make him stand upright, it would have looked kind of normal because he kind of had, like, the body of a man. Yeah. And it was really weird. I don't know. It just creeped me out a lot. And because that made me think of the scrapped plan for the Jurassic Park sequel that was supposed to be Jurassic World was the a genetic... hybrid of humans oh, and right. dinosaurs. And I was like, this is probably where they got their idea from this nasty Godzilla looking so thing. So we're saying that Jurassic World is the modern day Godzilla. That's Overly not where I was getting at, but I I'm thought I thought Jurassic it. World was a failure. Me too. That was my point. So was Godzilla. Okay. So that like they hyped it, they I pumped the money about, into it, and they just subjects. kind of no, it was it was kind of in there. Not really, but yeah, yeah. No, they overhyped it, but Jurassic World was successful. Yeah, it made a lot of money. This movie did make its money back, 
but it also wasted so much money on marketing that if they wouldn't have done that, then maybe it wouldn't have lost. I mean, it it made its money back, but they spent it, twice the budget of the movie on marketing. <laughs> one hundred and thirty mil to make, and like one hundred and thirty mil in marketing. Jesus, just give it to me, and I'll just talk on the podcast. But you can give me a hundred. Uh, you know what? Two million. And I'll just talk to about it on my podcast. And we'll get you at least nine watchers. I'm sure they're going to jump at the chance for the next Godzilla movie. Great. No, now they have that fucking um, Olsen girl. Not the twin. Elizabeth I like Olsen. her a lot, actually. She's a great actress. So the new Godzilla is going to be all new people. Like Eleven from Stranger Things is in it. Oh, good. I was hoping she would get more acting. I didn't want her to fade off into nothing. Not because, like, but, like, well, I love her so much person. in Stranger okay. Things that I was really hoping that she could have a really cool career. That was my thing. It was yeah. a positive thing. Well, we'll see if Godzilla is um, a cool thing in her career. Well. You never know. And these, in this day of massive movie franchises, like, things can fail. Mm-hmm. Things can be a crazy success. Like, Jurassic World, I thought was terrible, but a lot of people seem to like it. <laughs> I still saw it opening day. So Star Wars movies, one of these days, one of them are going to be terrible. You never know. Oh, okay, one of these days. Have you seen episode two? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one I'm talking of these about the days. new ones under Disney. <laughs> right, 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 right. Anyway. It, it could be Solo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the title sucks, but I'm still going to excite as well and shit to watch it, though. Oh, I love Alden Ehrenreich. Heck yeah, I'm into that movie. <laughs> Anyways. So. Uh, then there's the redhead from News Radio, and I loved mm-hmm. her on News Radio. And when I first saw this, I was like, "Oh yeah, I might like this." Then, nope. She's got like I nope, don't I even don't. know what's her purpose in this movie. She's Matthew Broderick's boss, right? But by the end, when he not the end, like the middle of the movie when he gets fired, she tur- he's like lecturing her on what to do and she said i'll try i'll do my best to do it i'm like girl you're his boss well no he knows the science is trying and is trying to convey the science to her so that she can prevail it as because uh, he's getting kicked out well she failed well has she won at anything she's done yeah. like she hit on matthew broderick hard with literally less game than i and that is saying something yeah that car ride i was like so i think you're pretty cute mm. Right, I don't understand that was so like, awkward. why that had to be your angle. She right. hit on Matthew Broderick, said she was his boss, made some points when they were on the plane that had no turbulence whatsoever, mm-hmm. and then we forget about her for a while, and then she makes out with a random stranger at the end. What like, if they what just, is your right. arc, lady? Like, what, what if the director was like, you know what, we can't go this long without any kind of sexual tension, so we gotta put something in there, or America's just gonna lose it. So let's just put this bitch in here hitting on him until we get the blondie in there to hit on him again. Which, when we get to her, not a fan, okay? Not a fucking fan of her. Well, That fucking so gold-digging bitch. The knockoff SJP? Oh, uh, uh, I thought the knockoff fucking um, Ellen's ex. <sighs> that blonde bitch. Uh, Anne Hesh. Hesh. Oh, which one was that? Oh, that you're saying you thought it was. Right. Same. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't remember. Because I would never want to convey. Anne Hesh was in. Oh, really? Uh, I still know what you did last summer. Never saw it. Um, all I know from I guess that's all I know. is the time she like supposedly went crazy and knocked on somebody's door and like 
sat in their house and watched six days, seven nights with them. Huh. That's the only story I really remember about her. I don't remember, like, what caused her to do that. I remember the episode of Ellen that she was on. She was eating a bag of chips, and I want to say it was in a hospital, and she was eating the corner of each chip, throwing it back in the bag, and then shaking it so the flavoring dust would get back on it, and then do it, and then redo it, and it drove Ellen crazy, but that's how she found out she was a lesbian. And she found out she was a lesbian because of Laura Dern. What the fuck am I thinking of? Oh, no. God, Maybe your old life God, yes. I am Anne Hesh, and I just sit in waiting rooms and doctor's offices eating corners of chips and then shaking them annoyingly. That's what my life is. That's where I'm headed. That's the journey I took. Any um, fucking way. So I like how, like, you turned to me, like, in the beginning of this movie, you're like, wait, did Harvey Weinstein produce this? Because I cannot support it. Mm-hmm. And then literally right after you said that, um, the blonde chick goes and asks her boss for, like, a promotion. She's right. ready to start working. He's like, yeah, sure, I'll give you a prom- promotion once you go to dinner with me, beautiful. Like, come to dinner with me. And she's like, no. And I was like, and the movie just, like, plays that off. Like, that's totally normal. Yeah, light, fun. Oh, my God, just another pervy boss. Yeah, right. And he does get his come up, comeuppance later, kind of, because she quits. But that's it. Right. It's just, like, seen as normal. And yeah. And then, later, when she's complaining about it at, at dinner with her friend and her friend's boyfriend, like, rightly so, she should be pissed, her friend blames her. And she's like, well, you're too nice. Like, this right. is all on you. Right. I'm like, excuse me. Yeah. You're a bad friend. She's a bad friend, but then she's a good friend. And the bitch, mm, we'll get to that later. Well, she's she, a good friend. We'll, we'll get to that later. Because I was I was going to say it now. Say it now. This bitch, she goes, uh, when she steals Matthew Broderick's, or the press pass, right? Yeah. And the girl goes, and she goes, oh, I can't get this laminate. It's not going to work. And the other girl goes, come on, you can do it. You just got to get in there and try it. She snaps on her. It's like, this bitch is trying to help you do something illegal and help you do something that you stole. So the idea that you're going to get pissed off at her and be like, ah, 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 I'm like, shut up. You're a bad friend. She's trying to get down this rabbit hole with you. Well, the whole, right. I was upset. You were upset. I was real you upset. Were, you were audibly upset. Um, that, the character just confused me. What's her name? I don't even know her name. Blonde girl um she just confused me because she's like strong enough to stand up to her boss and like i mean she says no she won't go to dinner with him um because she knows that it's wrong Mm -hmm. but she's not i can't even like put it into words she okay let me try she has no, she's no character. I'm sorry, go she's ahead. She's no character, right. She's, like, strong, but then she's not. Like, she screams as soon as Godzilla walks by, mm-hmm. like, screaming. And her friend has to calm her down. And then she has the balls to, like, take over, uh, steal Matthew Broderick's tape mm-hmm. when he completely trusts her. She has the balls to do that to further her career. And then it fails, and she's sobbing and, like, blaming herself. And it's, like, she's just, like, a back and forth. Like, she can do things, but then she instantly regrets it. Mm -hmm. And then she never learns. Like, she's in bed sobbing over what happened. And Hank Azaria is, like, okay, like, how about I make this right? We'll go follow him and make it all better. And she's not helping in that sense. What Matthew Broderick is doing is top secret. Right. And he doesn't want everybody to find out. But she follows him, hoping to explain expose him for her own gain so right. that she can be a reporter. She's so literally she never the does worst. Her lesson. 
Yeah, the only I think that they had no vision for a character, and that she literally just filled in spots where they had loopholes where they get from point A to point B and they didn't know how. Well, it changed her personality. Well, they had to have a romantic lead, right? It's an action I guess, movie. yeah. So, the, but they just changed her personality to fit like whatever was the most stereotypical right. in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like it just, it was. Just... It was like bad early '80s stereotypes of women. Yeah, but this is. Late 90s, yeah. Though this movie made me realize, like, how dated the 90s can be because first she gets hit on by her gross boss, Mm -hmm. um, and it's treated as normal. Like, that's a normal thing that happens. And then her friend blames her, and then that same friend calls somebody a retard, and then Hank Azaria, like, has a problem popping his VHS tape into his camera. Isn't he so pretty, though? And that, I'm like, that, man, this movie was made in the 90s. Yeah. The VHS thing for me was, like, fucking A. I forgot what, even 98, we were still using VHS. It's almost like a joke. Like, how, like, they make such a point of it. It's almost like that movie was made today, and they're making fun of the 90s. But no, they were just, like, being serious. Can I just say, I feel like Hank Azaria is one of the most underappreciated one not only bodies he is so fucking sexy but two actors he is so different in almost every role he is in and he just kills it fucking slays it do you know any movies he's in he's in fucking sarah marshall forgetting sarah marshall he's the one that what's her face sleeps with while they're in hawaii fucking beefed out sleeps with fucking Maybe I'm convincing. No, right? Sarah Marshall? Right. No, she's sleeping with Russell Brand. Fuck. <laughs> Whatever, I love him. <laughs> you just got, like, defensive at me. Can God you name any it. movies he's in? <laughs> oh, no, I'm just trying to... Whatever. We're moving past it. I just think Hank's area is so dreamy. I had to put something in there somewhere. I haven't said one pod. I said one time Matthew Broderick was solid dick at one moment. That's not enough for me. I usually just like relate him to The Simpsons and all the characters he plays on there. Yeah, the biggest like role of him like actually being on screen to me is probably from Friends. Me, it's Mad About You. And he's David, right? I just know Friends a lot more than Mad About You. Oh yeah, Mad About You is good. Yeah, I've seen like almost every episode of that one. When I was a kid, my mom used to watch and she'd give a fuck. She's like, I need adult time somewhere. <laughs> like, I'll learn about marital issues with my mother. <laughs> I used to watch that show. It's it so good. Like, Helen Hunt. And I, I loved her. All those sitcoms in the 90s. Was Helen oh. Hunt my, my version of Jodie Foster? I don't know. Nor do I know what that implies. I don't even know what you're asking. <laughs> I remember in Twister, you asked all the straight men if Helen Hunt was Yeah, pretty. I still don't get it. But I don't think Paul Razor is exactly like call it home hot. I would do him, sure, but he's like nerdy and quirky. Okay. Is she the version of nerdy and quirky, but for females? So, so far in this episode, we have Paul Reiser, like, eh, okay. Eh. Matthew Broderick, eh, two or three times. Two scenes that I would be like, okay, take off your pants. Anytime. (laughs) Anywhere. If we can get Hank and Hugh, I have a thing for H's, I've noticed, into the same room and have like. Hugh, Franco. A close off, pose off. <laughs> I would judge that. I would rate that. So that's okay, all I'm saying. Yeah, your rating system is off the charts, dude. Thank you. Uh, so. Um. So. <laughs> this yeah, movie. So back. This movie. So what else happened? So we're at the point now where. Um. 
he is hot Godzilla is hiding in New York Manhattan is one of the most populated densely populated places and they're gonna tell us that he somehow hid in the city there's no way they would evacuate all those people there's no possible way all those lights were on in certain homes there's no way right. somebody didn't call the cops and say, hey, Madison Square Garden has a giant fucking lizard in it. Well, I didn't, that was dumb. That was let real me explain, dumb. Let, let me explain the logic in the movie. They evacuated. Part of it. They evacuated, right. But there's no way. But then, and another logic of this movie um, is that Godzilla is in the subway system. And then you wouldn't be able to find him. This is not, it's not like... Ex- it's not high tech down there, okay, Charlie? Trains are fucking late all the time. I guess. They, they can't even tell you when the train's coming. Um, but then the this movie just doesn't... It doesn't really embody the scope of what is happening here. Mm-hmm. Like, this, if this was actually happening, which good movies, like, kind of ground reality, mm-hmm. um, so you can relate more to it, they evacuate half of Manhattan, like, right away, which, you're right, is impossible. And then later in the movie, um, to add dramatic tension, uh, all the cops are busy, the military's busy, because the New Yorkers are screaming to get back into Manhattan. And if this was true, if there's actually a monster let loose in Manhattan and nobody could find it, can guarantee that not thousands of people are trying to cross the Brooklyn Bridge right. to get back in. Right. It's not true. That Especially watching our military apparently try to shoot at it. Yeah, nobody's... Nobody can shoot like, this thing. They're the right. stormtroopers of modern-day America, And apparently. it's like pouring rain. Nobody's going to be standing outside like, please, can I cross the Brooklyn Bridge right now? Right. No. Right. It's not happening. No. And, right, you brought up a good point. This The stormtroop all over the island of Oh, Manhattan, my God. They cannot shoot anything. Can we? Oh, we haven't discussed the other little hottie in here. The one from Desperate Housewives. The military guy who's so fucking anxious. I just want to make force feed him Paxil so he'll chill the fuck out. Mm, yeah. Um, I saw him at a concert once. Yeah? Did you touch it? No. My Good friend, I was with my friend and he was like, that's, he was with his wife. He's married to his wife from like Melrose Place or 90210, whatever show they were on. Yeah, they're locked later? No. That's, oh, that's the only one I know. I know. That's cute. No, he's married to somebody from whichever show he was on. He's married he to He wasn't on 90210. Then the other one. But my friend knew them Seventh from that. Heaven? No, no, no. Melrose Place or 90210. Oh, okay. Those are the two options. I'm like, there's yeah. also a party of five. No. But I never watched that. I listed two, and he's from one of the two. <laughs> okay, I get it. And I my get friend it. was like, oh, that's the dude from, or that's, those people are from the show. And I was like... No, that's the dude from Godzilla. <laughs> you stoop. That's embarrassing. I He's just a little something. And I'm not usually into blondes, like, at all. So this is me exploring outside my comfort zone. So enjoy that, listeners. You're watching me grow as a person. And never mind. We're not going to do it. Um, I really thought it was funny going back to them being terrible at like shooting at the Godzilla which mind you is huge mm-hmm. shouldn't be that hard to miss it mm-hmm. um, there's one scene where they literally think they have killed it and then it stands up behind them I was like I thought I it came through the building happened. how the fuck does that thing Scooby-Doo the helicopter 
There's no well, way, like literally, like they it ran it through this. Walked through, and then they're shooting into something, and right. they think that it's back there, but it's like. Didn't it dive into that building, and then it came from behind? I thought it's Scooby Doo, like you know what I mean, like where they're going through doors and they keep going back and forth. Yeah, well, it just they were shooting at some where it was. It wasn't. It right. wasn't there. They right. thought it was, and they're so proud of themselves. They were so proud of themselves. And then it took them both out, and then everybody, like, back at base is like, oh, no, Echo 3 is down. It's like, yeah, well, Echo 3 is our idiots, okay? Echo 3, yeah. They're nothing compared to Rogue One. There's um that one helicopter that <laughs> is shooting at it and <laughs> destroys the Chrysler building. Yeah, there's two <laughs> missiles. I'm like, well, that was a big mistake. <laughs> I said that, and then, like, the next scene is the pilot going, like, so, um... Yeah, so that was um a failure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's like really embarrassed. Didn't work out. And they're trying to blame it on the fact that they can't be heat seekers. That all these that's the reason they can't hit him is because not okay, you've never shot a gun before. Even you're fucking shooting with a helicopter and a gun. I didn't know they strafing the sides of buildings. It. Nowhere near it. The, the damn thing isn't even shot and it's still like, well, we'll shoot it eventually and catch up. This I wonder if this movie, um, got support from the military because a lot of movies that if military is portrayed in the movie um the military will help um by supplying like tanks and like official stuff Hmm. um military if you're listening sam and i want to film an episode of 80s babies with a live tank going down um hollywood boulevard so if you could help us with a live tank we would appreciate that um, we don't want to do that. Charlie just made that up right now. So well, Charlie I want to do that, and I'll film it. Um, so they'll, like, help out with the with the movie. Um, How cool but does it look? it has to, like, hit certain marks. Like, you have to, you can't portray the military in a bad light and stuff like sure, that. Sure, sure. So I'm wondering if the military helped with this one, because it makes the military look like a bunch of idiots. The horrible. They all. Horrible. Nervous, all sad. All of their plans are terrible. Yep. They have a worm, a worm doctor that tells them how to, like, fight Godzilla, and they all are like, "Yes, that's a great idea." But they should have gotten to that point anyway. Instead, they just like followed around shooting at it, miss all the time, right. destroyed half of Manhattan. Like, what were you even it just thinking? Makes them look so stupid. I would be looting while all this is going on. Like, there I would be, looting. I would be stealing like TVs, <laughs> VCRs, cake. Everything, because you know the bakery is fresh daily. They said that they said all the stores on Fifth Avenue were panicking because people were leaving them clean. Fuck yeah! Mm-hmm. Get me some Manila Blahniks, even though they're women's shoes and nothing in my size. But I'll have them. Fucking hey, I'll have them. Any hoozles? How did uh? The music in this movie is hilarious something else like half of it sounds like a slightly distorted soundtrack from a better movie yeah like doesn't it sound like off key sometimes a little bit yeah yeah it's so weird Mm -hmm. and then also like the timing of it there's a scene where i really noticed it where the soundtrack was really like joyful and triumphant when the police all they were doing is like setting up the fish for Godzilla to come and it's yeah. not exciting. Right. They're literally nobody's like excited for I wrote it. that point down too. Like everything looked like they were about to champion something. They finally it sounded like the police academy music. Like it was gonna yeah. be a comedy. Boop, boop, boop. Like these yeah, rat tat like, of gangly beautiful, like like strings, like things are happening here. It's like no, they're just like playing fish with a pile of fish with a light. 
Mm-hmm. Pile of fish with the light. And then they scream about manhole covers for like five minutes. Bitch, I haven't had a manhole cover my whole in forever. Oh, I shouldn't have brought that up. Yeah, you caught yourself in that lie. Uh, so they finally get to, they realize, no, they fire. They fire at Matthew Broderick. Blonde bitch, this is the part where we caught up to our old conversation where she steals the tape and then we find out that this bitch got what was coming for her because her asshole sex, um, sexual harassing boss steals her video footage and shoots his own self describing what it is. But I don't understand how she thought that he wasn't going to do that anyway. Right, right, right. Well, maybe because it was a pressing issue, they might just fire it right through. I mean, look at her next report. It was amazing, even though it was live. Her next report was Right, live, when she's yeah. like, I don't care if I die. If you see this, blow us up. Bitch, you ain't noble. The only reason you even went after Matthew Broderick is you saw him on TV with the military guys, and you were just complaining that you can't get a career in acting unless you seek with somebody to be dishonest. And then you thought, well, there's an old guy that I can use because like, he used to want to marry me, so I bet you I can use his attention to get me attention to boost myself up. Not actor, journalist. Sorry, I realized what I just said. Yeah, she um, she never, Money she never, bitch. and he never really explained why she left him. Mm-hmm. There's a point where Hank asked her like, "Oh, did you dump him?" She's like, "No, not at all." So you think that like something else happened, but then later he says like, "Well, I asked you to marry me, and you just disappeared." And she's like, "Oh, are you mad about that?" It's like, <laughs> wait, so we're not like as an audience, we're not gonna learn like what happened. Yeah, it's apparently just, not. It's, it's just not, that. Right. And oh, you just ran away when I said I want to spend the rest of my life with you? Perfect. Yeah. No, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. We'll just rush through that. And then so them getting back together. Also, this whole time, Matthew Broderick is, besides like having pictures of her with his equipment, um, like with his radiation equipment, mm-hmm. he doesn't talk about her really ever. And Like he doesn't care what she's been up to. Yeah, and he's not, like, once he's in the city and they're in the same place, he's not, like, trying to look her up. He's not looking out to make sure she's safe. Right. Like, he is doing his job, like, what he's there to do. He's concerned about Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, on the opposite side, she's nothing but concerned about him. And then yes. they never really wrap that up at the end, except that he's like, okay, you're fine. Like, you didn't expose me. We're cool again. Right. But, like, doesn't... The reason she looked him up is she's a famed grubbin' whore. Yeah, that's what you think. I mean, that's she I just know. used him, yes, to try to get ahead. And she did. I don't even think she understood what she was doing. Mainly because the character really had no substance. Mm-hmm. At all. It just doesn't make sense that they got back together again, except for, like, it's... But I don't think Matthew Broderick's character had very much substance either. He didn't really accept... He had more, but... Yeah. Because just because he had a purpose, her purpose was just I want to be with a man. No, I want to be a journalist. No, I want to make sure I can pay my rent. No, I want to do that. It's like, mm, mm. I mean, you can be complex, but she like literally didn't even have. Yeah, it was just not great, you know. Also, like not interesting because you no. just don't care about these people. No, I don't like, know if it's the hair or her face or her bad acting or the bad story, but something about it, I don't want to see her anymore. I wanna see her and Red together. I wanted to see her and Red together. They had more chemistry than those two. I don't think they were ever in a scene together. The red woman and him? Yeah, she hit on him in the truck in the beginning. Oh, I thought you meant the red haired chick and the blonde haired chick. 
Ew, no lesbian scenes for Charlie. I will never dream that up. I'm surprised <laughs> I dreamed up the fucking heterosexual relationship. <laughs> I am too. Look at me, I'm flourishing in a modern society where straights and gays can live together. Mm. And then the French people. Though I... our vice president wants to shoot me, apparently. Hang me. <laughs> Hang me. No, I'm sorry about that. Um, I'm, I mean... Right, it's not your fault. I'm sorry. It's I'm okay. Not... On behalf of your straight people, on behalf you... of my straight people, <laughs> I'm really sorry. Not all of us are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, enough about my life. Um, so the French people, they're in this movie the whole time, and they're weird. Like they're the one that meets the old man that says Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Godzilla. 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 Which. And that scene in the movie theater was like, oh, shit. Yeah. That was the only scene in this movie that created intensity. The look of his eye and the fire. That was a great scene. If they could have just had two hours of that, I guess. This movie was two hours and they couldn't develop a story. Cut some of that CGI. Cut that slow-mo reveal. They did a lot of, like, introductions of Godzilla. A lot. It was, like, too much. It's like Harry and the Hendersons. The entire movie was based... Off the coolness of the CGI or animatronics, you know yes, what I mean? Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, I feel like this movie was like they all they wanted to do was like a CGI Godzilla. And I remember when I and saw like, this, I thought that looks really on. fucking crazy because the CGI at the time was ahead of the curve. Like if they put so much fucking money at this thing, like at the time, this Godzilla was like, I mean, Jurassic Park did it better, but those are real robots those you know what i mean they weren't cgi like this was so for for like the shadows and the way it kind of matched in there i feel like this was definitely a part of the game but that was like harry and the hendersons there was no story there was nothing interesting and i don't want to just stare at somebody's face because they might think they look interesting ew yeah ew if i did that i'd watch the fucking kardashians um i thought like the i mean i said this before the concept of the all the Godzillas in um, Madison Square Garden. That was cool. And those were, like, real-looking because they were animatronics. They were, uh-huh. And that was fun-ish. That was, yeah, it was cute. Like, if you cared about those characters more, I guess it could have been a little more interesting. But, but like, then they went on TV. Instead of saying, hey, patch us to the government so we can tell them blow up this building, we're like, put us live on TV because not only do I want to tell the military, but I also want to tell everybody in the world. Because I want attention. Well, they explain that in the movie. Like, that's the only way to get the military's attention because they can't use any phones. I guess I Like, they that. do try to explain everything for themselves. I so, guess. like, they do, like, have reasons for what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But it just, like, the fact that you have to explain it also is right. kind of like, no. Oh, we're just not doing great things here, are we? <laughs> so, this movie, um,. Failed hard. So hard. Yeah. And, um... They even fucking had Pratt falling with the Godzillas. When the basketballs and the gumballs came out, I'm like, they just ran out of ideas. Yeah. And apparently, that was so much, it caught, it, it was able to hold them back for like a minute and a half. Really? Yeah, I think the dinosaurs would see... Yeah, they literally, they, twice, they had those shots of like, whoop, 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 whoop. And, like, yeah. three minutes apart. And, like, are you kidding me? They're still tripping on gumballs? I don't think so. This yeah. is in junior high. Um, and then Godzilla jumps in the Hudson, which nobody in their right mind would ever do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. 
they think they kill him, but they don't. And then they go, they and go then blow up. And he goes and gets upset because all of his babies have died. All and this is the T Rex part, part of the t- baby T Rex yeah, part. Yeah, then he gets mad and he chases the cab. He's like, I'm coming around, right? Yeah, yeah. For a second, I was excited. I was like, oh, yeah, this movie's over. And I was like, oh, fuck. It's that. still Godzilla's going. Still it's two fucking and hours. And then when I was like, oh, Godzilla's still alive, then I forgot that they thought that Godzilla was dead. And I was like, oh, we haven't even stopped watching. We didn't take a break <laughs> in between that at all either. Yeah. Well, we had to get rid of the babies first. There's right. two separate problems, the babies and the Godzilla, because apparently two hours. And then the different. end of this movie... Um, there's an egg that hasn't been destroyed. It's bullshit. And it completely because... sets it up for a sequel. And I remember as a kid being like, that is a really obvious, like, mm-hmm. cry saying, we're going to have a sequel. And I remember thinking as a kid, I was probably 10 or 11 when this movie came out, thinking, like, that's really ballsy because this movie, like, is terrible. So, like, why did they think they're going to be able to make a sequel? Right. And I was right. They never did. It got canceled because this was did so poorly at the box office. And contrary to that, The Incredibles, they set for a, a, a sequel, and we never got it. And that movie was the shit. Hmm. I don't know why that made me think of that, but it did. I don't know why. I'm sorry. Moving on. Moving forward. The only thing that gave me a moment of, of development in a character was when the nervous military guy at the very end, when all said and done, and he tells his captain what happens, and the guy goes, good job out there. And you can just see the, everything in him just grow as a human being. I feel like he just has abandonment issues. He never had a father growing up, and so all he's been looking for is just the appreciation of, like, an older man as, like, a father figure to say, thank you, good job. I think, like, and he just you're right. Like, loved it. Him just, as a character, like, he's stressed out a lot and, like, nervous and, like, wanting to do the right thing. And then... At, by the end, he really steps up and takes over and does the right thing. He's the one that figures out how to talk to Matthew Broderick in the cab. Yeah. And he kind of saves the day. And, like, he's probably the only character that has, like, a complete narrative arc. The like, only the only thing. Yep. Yeah. Good job. And Thank I think you. it was also kind of, like, in his performance. Like, the actor yeah. that chose to do that. And, and the only movie. reason I probably noticed is he was the prettiest one in the movie. <laughs> it's probably than, just like, oh. Prettier than your boy Hank. Oh, no, you're right. But he was always trying to get with this woman. My little soldier boy was just trying to do what's right and get the appeasement of a man. So I'm about that (laughs) game. I am about that game, let me tell you what. I got some answers that you got questions. (laughs) (laughs) So this movie was terrible, but, like, so 90s. It was so So 90s. 90s. The hat that Broderick wore, the fucking... uh, I guess that's all I can really remember. (laughs) Shit, it was great. Um, yeah, there's a point where there's a lot of bad movies that were made that were really sold as like great, and this is one of those movies. And, is... and I saw like them all: Batman and Robin. Yeah. This one. Can I say something kind of gross? What? So because of this whole Harvey Weinstein thing, right? I read this article about this. I want to say he's a writer, and I don't. Remember. It's it was a really long, interesting article about how. He saw everybody there, and everybody was there, so everybody was acting shocked and a little ridiculous, and it, it's gross, and he feels gross, blah, 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 blah. But what he said was, 
and the, uh, the reason he got so big was because in this time there was so many people just trying to knock off Independence Day and Jurassic Park that all these shit movies are going and that Miramax is one of the very few people funding like interesting original ideas like mm. like uh um, yeah goodwill hunting goodwill and, hunting yeah. um shakespeare in love he did uh wasn't that quentin tarantino kill bill or something like that wasn't that one of his too i think so i i, I want to okay, anyway so all these crazy interesting movies and that was part of what fueled his terror was that all these people wanted to work with him so they weren't saying shit and that's what this article is about was mm-hmm. that why would anybody bite the, the hand that gives you weekends at st bart's while I feel disgusted with myself, we all saw it, so we also next up. Anyway, yeah, something gross to talk about, but it made me think of like, oh, so Godzilla, because I read it after thinking we watched about, Godzilla. Like, this this time, this is a perfect example. Yeah. Of what he was talking about was that the only thing that was being passed was shit movies that were big blockbusters, i.e., yeah. Godzilla. So I was like, oh, okay, this is a very quick example of what he was talking about. It feels like Hollywood. Is, I mean, Hollywood is always going through that phase, but it mm-hmm. feels like it's happening again right now. Yeah. Not the Weinstein thing, like the creative, but the like build studios wanting to put all of their money into sure things, like Star Wars. We're gonna need Star Wars every year. Uh, Jurassic Park. Those are getting remade. Yeah. It's like all these comic book movies. But. Yeah. I agree with you. I absolutely do agree with you. But I will say, on the contrary, there's also like people like Reese Witherspoon who are funny, like The Girl on the Train or like the, you know what I mean? Like all these other indie films that are just empowering for women that you didn't really typically see anymore. So I think there are also these things, but I will agree with you. Like all these, but I just think everybody's afraid of a new story and a new fucking narrative that everybody's just leaning back on all this nostalgia shit. That's why we have all these stupid remakes. And nobody wants to put a new idea out there. It's because it's not safe money. It's not a guaranteed yeah. audience already. You know? So I agree with you. Yeah. Interesting. I never um, agree with you. And <laughs> to wrap that up, uh, the new Godzilla is in post-production. So we'll be seeing that in the next year. Or two. I will watch it. Because I really like the remake of the last one. Yeah, we'll go together. How fun. Yeah, I will say the last movie um, that came out, the last Godzilla, I thought the opening was really cool. With, like, yeah. The newspapers and like relating it to the nuclear bomb testing. Yeah. And then I watched this, this movie again and it did the same thing. Yeah, I was like, but oh, poorly. I that was so cool in the other one. Oh, no, but stop they just it. Took it from this. <laughs> so, okay. I thought the new one was cool in that it didn't weigh the entire arc on the coolness of the creature. Because, like, in a lot of the action of the newer one, they did it in, like, TV screens in the background while while people were talking and stuff. You could see, like, the live footage of the fight. You know what I mean? It wasn't just, like, a close-up of the fight. It was just what the world happened, what's happening in the world around them. Yeah, the world felt more real in the last one. And another Godzilla movie I want to bring up Mm -hmm. um, that we haven't talked about yet is Cloverfield. That's a Godzilla movie. Technically. I've never seen it, I mean, it's not, like, technically part of, like, the Godzilla family, but... It is a Godzilla-type movie because it's just... Giant monsters. Yeah, they never really show the monster, do they? They might might at the end. But the idea is that it is a Godzilla. Like, Mm. that's how I watch it. And it's... But that one just feels so real, and I love that. I think that's a great movie because Mm -hmm. it's, like, from the point of view of somebody on the ground. And, like, what would actually happen if somebody was, like... if. a huge monster was like taking over. Is that the one where there's that fog and there's the creatures in that fog? Or is that the fog? That's probably the fog. <laughs> I thought that was me. Cloverfield is like the shaky camera because they're like filming mm. something. I don't and, think um, I saw that one. 
And then it also has, like, these parasites on it that came with the creature that have, like, fallen off and are attacking people in the subway. Because they try to, like... And they don't go to a grocery store at one point. Yeah, they go to a grocery store. Yeah, and there's that fog and mist, and they all can't see the creatures, right? Because of that. No, 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 they're in the dark because they're in the subway. Oh, fuck. Maybe I'm not I'm sorry, no. I'm not. I'm thinking of something different. Yeah. But that one is interesting, but that also um, was made post-9-11, which I feel like took a turn in disaster movies because before then, like, there's no weight to any of it. Like, you don't, you're just like, oh, this thought would never happen. But, like, after that, there's, like, very real trauma that happened. Yeah. It, like, and I think that changed a lot of things. So, um, well, but then San Andreas came out, and that's kind of the same shit as Godzilla. Yeah, that was Where, a like, they just movie, destroyed though. the whole city, and, like, it didn't have any impact on it. You're like, oh, <laughs> right. okay. Yeah. Well, no, that's not you, because every time I take the subway, I'm, like, counting the minutes. I'm in and out. I try to beat everybody out of there, because if an earthquake happens... Like, right, but I'm saying, well, like, while you watch the movie, you're not, like, crying. No, like, no, no, oh, I'm not... Mo- no, that movie was or, shit. Or, like, scared. Mm-hmm. Right, you're not right. nervous for anybody. It was just a dumb action movie. But, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess, like, I defeated my point. There's still dumb action movies right, out there. Right, absolutely. But I feel like Cloverfield did it right. You, felt, did. you felt the weight of it. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. thanks for listening, guys. This is a fun little app of a horrible, horrible movie. We hope that you loved to hear us because we would love to hear from you. Please comment and give us a positive rating. If you don't like us, live your truth, but live if your truth somewhere else. you're sad that we don't else. like Godzilla, we're sorry. I'm not. But look inward. Do you I like Godzilla. Like I didn't like this movie. <laughs> okay, so I love the original Godzillas. The old school ones are super fun with Mothra and everything. I know them that well. I used to babysit this little kid and he had them all. Mm. And that's why I knew them. But they're pretty fun. I mean, whatever. Anyway, thanks for joining us. You can catch us on Twitter at... 80s Baby Cinema. But please continue listening. We love that you're sharing your time with us, and we hope we hear, or you hear from us next time. I don't know how that one. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.